MoneyWeb at Midday for all your up-to-date stories. Let's start with this and a very warm welcome. The South African Post Office Business Rescue Plan has now been endorsed by creditors following the business rescue practitioners meeting with them. However, the plan does come with substantial job cuts. We're hearing something in the region of 6,000. I'm going to talk now to economist Davi Roet on the impact and the response. And Davi, first of all, National Treasury allocating 2.4 billion rand to the post office, an additional 3.8 billion anticipated. How do you assess the financial feasibility and sustainability of this plan? Well, good afternoon to you. Well, that's what the business rescuers are telling us. They tell us that if they're going to use this more than the 2 billion that the Minister of Finance gave us, them already beginning of this year, uh, plus an additional 3.8 billion or 3 billion that has not yet been approved by the Minister of Finance as far as I know. And of course, the uh, creditors approved this plan. Well, if everything goes according to plan, then I guess there's a possibility of the post office being rescued or much smaller post office will be rescued. There will be much less left of the, of the post office. But I'm afraid, looking at the way that uh, there are ma- there's two major issues here. First of all, the Minister of Finance needs to approve this additional request by the business rescue practitioners. And remember, the finances of the state is in very, very deep trouble as it is. And secondly, I'm not so sure even if the post office can be rescued that it will really be uh, uh, survive for that much longer because as long as it's under control of government then i'm afraid you know like most other state-owned enterprises they simply come to an end and this is what's happening to the post office the post office is slowly coming to an end it's just dying and the private sector is taking over many of those functions by the post office so i don't think that the post office will really be able to to come back strongly so i doubt whether the post office will be able to survive really over the longer term and darby unions are unhappy as well and they is a general sense that we might be throwing good money after bad money. There are concerns around uh, governance and gatekeeping as far as these funds are concerned. It's all a very, very risky and dangerous mix, isn't it? Without a doubt. And like I I did, uh, I said earlier that the state's finances is in very deep trouble, and I cannot overemphasize that. Uh, If you look at the fiscal deficit, Uh, of the Minister of Finance, if you calculate that correctly, then the fiscal deficit will probably be close to 7% of GDP and not 4.9% that what the Minister has indicated. And we're talking about debt levels reaching already at record high levels and continue to go up. And we're heading for a financial crisis. We simply cannot afford it to spend one cent more uh, on, on, on the state-owned enterprises. Uh, if you look at what's happening to the other state-owned enterprises, uh, Transnet will need huge amounts of money. They already got an additional uh, guarantee of $47 billion. Eskom will need even more money. We can't just keep on throwing good money after bad. Uh, if, if, it, if I had the, uh, the, the, this choice, the, the, the decision here, then I would have simply would have uh, liquidated the post office. I, I don't think we should try to uh, save the, the post office. So I'm wondering why then there is the fixation on saving this entity. It certainly isn't about jobs because potentially 6,000 people uh, well, lose their livelihood. Is it all just about yeah. hubris and pride, do you think? Yeah, it is about the ideology of the of government. We've got a government that believes they should control everything. We've got a government that believes they can run businesses better than the private sector. 
Uh, and But the reality is that we've got a government with really bad policies. We've got a government that is in many instances simply incompetent and running these sort of things. And quite often we've got a government that's, that's corrupt. So, no, I think it's got to do with ideology. And I don't think we should try to save uh, the post office. What is probably going to happen to the post office is exactly what has happened to South African Airways already. And it came to an end. We're waiting for South African Airways uh, to enter into some sort of privatization deal. And that seems to be uh, going nowhere either. So, no, I think the best answer here is that the, the, the taxpayer, certainly I as a taxpayer, don't want my money to be thrown off to the post office. Darby, of course, there might be some advantage in a trimmed down mechanism, though. So for instance, um, you have a lot of SASA grants being paid in rural areas. Uh, for some no. people, it does surely uh, add some benefit to their lives or not? No. In the case of the Sasa grants, for instance, you can get it at many of these uh, pick and pay. You can go to pick and pay and you can get your Sasa grant there as an example. But the post office already indicated and part of the business plan or the rescue plan is that they will stop paying the Sasa grants in any event. So the Sasa grants is not a reason for that. And it's much easier, it's much cheaper, and much more efficient to get your grants at uh, some of these retail stores in any event. So Sasa grants is not a reason for that. But you're right. Many people will lose their jobs, which is really unfortunate, especially in an environment where the economy is just not growing. But that's what you get if you get the mismanagement of state-owned enterprises. People eventually do lose their jobs. And that's what's happening today. And that is what is going to happen to, to Eskom as well and what's going to happen to Transnet as well. They are Because of the mismanagement of those institutions, people are going to lose their jobs and that's what happens mm. if you mismanage institutions like these so the post office is coming back and saying it has now a shift in focus towards other revenue streams like bulk mail hybrid mail motor vehicle licensing no. services but again none of that makes an enormous amount of sense from a large revenue generating perspective does it no, it's not going to work. Uh, and you have to start competing with the, with the private sector. Look, for example, at the motor car licenses. In my, my, what I do to get a motor car license, I, I, I've, got, I've got somebody that delivers it at my, at my office, for example. I don't even go into a, to the post office or anywhere to get a license like this. And many of the other things, like, for example, bulk delivery of, of posts, as an example, the private sector is doing that already. I know it's illegal in many instances for a private sector to deliver a post, but the private sector is doing that in any event. Because because the post office is simply not working. And now if the post office wants to come back and start uh, competing with the private sector, the private sector is so far ahead, I don't think they will be able to establish a proper business after this. And there you have it. Darby Root, thank you very much indeed.